Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Why is it that you are so patient and understanding when you are dating somebody who had no vision, no idea what they wanted to do with their life, probably didn't have a job, right? No, no, no type of direction in their life whatsoever, right? Just vibes, just vibes. And you saw all of this potential about the amazing, successful man he could be if he just do, if he just does this, that, and the third. And then when it comes to you having five minutes of quote-unquote unproductivity, when you are not productive enough to your liking, you feel like a failure. Really? You watch one movie on Netflix or something because you wanted to be entertained and you feel like your entire vision, your entire life, your entire goals was forfeited because of two hours of entertainment. But you saw all this potential in that man. Really? You cannot be giving people the best of you and then eating whatever crumbs is left when you need it. You could be that delusional, right? In a way that serves you. You could be delusional with your, with your affirmations to think that you are just the main character and everybody else is background noise. But you choose to give that delusion to your dating life and date on potential and see all of these things in men that are not there. And when you need some delusion for yourself to positively affirm yourself, you don't have it and you beat yourself up. You are not allocating your delusion properly. You need it for you, not for men. You deserve the type of person that's going to look at your flaws and your red flags and see everything that you could be. You deserve that and you need to do that for yourself because that's exactly what you do for men who don't deserve it. That's exactly what you've been doing. Where is that grace for yourself? We both know it will pay off when you put it towards yourself. But instead, you are hard on yourself. Instead, every minor inconvenience, you take it as a sign that you don't deserve the things you want. Be so for real. Like, be so for real. That is not serving you. That is not doing anything for you. to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. Warning, this is a setup. This is a setup, okay? I told y'all since last week that today's episode was going to be triggering and yet here you are, okay? I am going to get through this episode congestion and all because I have something to say, okay? And let me just say this. I 
was just minding my business, watching TV or something, or I don't, I don't remember what I was doing, but I just got the idea for this episode like randomly, like randomly out the blue. And the analogy I'm going to be giving in this episode is exactly how I got it in my mind. I don't know why it was that analogy. I truly don't know why, because there was nothing in my actual life that triggered this like with other episodes like I just got the idea for this one exactly as I'm going to be talking about it okay now the analogy I'm going to be using it will make sense once I start giving it and it is what it is okay it is what it is and let me just on the topic of disclaimers, let me just get a few more out of the way, okay? Well, if you are not new here, you already know what to expect, okay? You already know what happens on this podcast. But if you are new, let me just say a few things. First and foremost, if you are looking for fluffy motivation, encouraging, uplifting just 100% completely optimistic positivity and all of that. I'm not sure how you found this podcast. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely do all of those things today. I mean, we'll see, right? I definitely do all of those things. I just have a unique way of doing it, okay? Like a lot of other... People who talk about similar things might just be, you know, 100% positivity and motivation. Me personally, I will get your edges involved. I will drag you around a little bit, you know, because I just feel like there is enough sugar coating on the internet and like that's not really a part of my personality. I... I'm a very quiet and reserved person, but at the same time, when I speak, I just, I have to say how I feel, you know, I have to say what is on my mind and I say it how I think it and how I feel it. And sometimes it doesn't always align (laughs) with what most people think or how they would say it at least. Okay. I feel like there's enough sugar coating on the internet that will put things very tenderly and that doesn't always resonate with everybody. Some of us, you know, due to some of our traumatic experiences, tough love tends to get the job done, okay? And I'm a product of that. So that's just my disclaimer, okay? (laughs) The intention is pure here, okay? But I, I, I'm just not one of those people who will like, you know, like, like, like sugarcoat and like, there's a time for everything. And once I start talking about what I have to talk about in this episode, you realize the time for that thing, the time for the comforting is long gone. Okay. Because it is time to get your life together. Now, This episode is essentially like a pep talk I had with myself on the getting your life together part, but the analogy I'm about about to use, like I said, I don't even 
let's just let's just let's just get into the episode okay let's just get into the episode I told y'all I think in the last episode or a few episodes ago that for some reason well I know the reason (laughs) I know the reason anyway my habits and my um discipline has not been where it needs to be it has not at you know what just mind your business the point is the first three months of the year q1 the first quarter of the year i had a very great run and then so far in q2 i feel like my habits and my discipline just took a nosedive and i got very distracted like extremely distracted i started consuming more media like social media, Netflix, you know, like my distractions were at an all-time high. And I literally, I, I basically fell off. I'm not, even, I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I basically fell off. And right now I am working on like my 10,000th reinvention of myself and trying to put those pieces back together. And basically strengthen my discipline right and not just do things when I feel like it but in the process of all of that I realized that I there were times where I wasn't necessarily as patient with myself as I felt like I could have been right like I at some points I gave myself grace and at other points I was really beating myself up over the fact that I just could not get past not doing what I didn't feel like doing on certain days right and there are other things that I tried there are other things that I was doing things that I was working on goals that I had for the year that I have for the year That because I allowed myself to become so distracted, I was, I felt like I was losing sight of it and I was almost disconnected from the vision that I had in the beginning of the year, right? My distraction level was at an all-time high. Still is, but I'm working on it now. I'm aware of it now. Okay, so I'm actually doing something about it. But here's the thing, right? Let's shift this away from me and on to you. I want you to know, I want you to think about the times in your life where you have invested in yourself in some way, shape or form whether it was going to school, studying something specifically, learning a skill, networking and meeting people in your industry, or just investing your time in learning something or buying better quality clothing, better quality anything that you consume, eating healthier, etc., etc., right? Any type of investment in yourself. Has it not always paid off? The answer is yes, right? Obviously, that was rhetorical. One thing I know for sure based on experience and I'm sure you can agree with is that 
every single time you invest in yourself, it will always pay off. There is like a 100% return on your investment when you invest in yourself. We all know this to be true, right? When you invest in adopting new habits, in improving your lifestyle, in changing the story that you have about yourself, that you think about yourself, that you constantly repeat about yourself, in changing your mannerisms, learning etiquette, changing how you present yourself, anything big or small, any investment that you take, that you make in yourself will always pay off. We know this to be true, right? I I had to say that. I had to preface what I'm about to say with that. We know it to be true that every single time you invest in yourself, it will pay off. You will improve your life in some way, shape, or form, right? Yet, when you are actually in the process of investing in yourself, You can be so hard on yourself when you are doing something that is new to you, that you don't even have any experience in. You've never done this before. You don't know anybody who is doing this. You're going into something blind. It's new. It's scary. There's a lot of uncertainty. We tend to beat ourselves up in the process of that so much. And we always forget that there is a 100% return on that investment. Now, let me get into the analogy so I can really get into what I have to say. I want you to really think about what I'm about to ask you right now. I want you to think about that one person, that person, that guy, girl, whatever, whoever's listening, whatever your preference is, I want you to think about that one relationship where you dated on potential. It doesn't have to be a serious relationship. It could have been a situationship, but the worst one, the one where you are almost embarrassed. It is embarrassing. It is embarrassing to think about how foolish, just foolish you were when it came to that person. I want you to think about how much you dated on potential with that person. I want you to think about all of the things that you thought they could be and how you thought things could be so perfect if he just fixes this one thing and the one thing is like supposed to be your most important standard or requirement or boundary. Just literally just YOLO. Like you were literally just there on just vibes, high on vibes, because what exactly they had that was doing it for you, I don't know. It wasn't there. You were blind. You were blind, deaf, and dumb. You literally, like there was nothing. Everything you thought they could be, 
Not one ounce of who they were in the present moment reflected that. You were literally on cloud nine. I don't even know if it was cloud nine. You were literally in an alternate universe. I don't know where the disconnect was. But that one person where you look back and you feel like an absolute fool. An absolute fool. Literally a clown. A clown. Right? Your worst moment. The one you would really rather not think about. Not necessarily in terms of how much they hurt you or how bad the or abusive their relationship was. But the one where you just saw things that just, that just wasn't there. That just wasn't there. You completely dated on potential. And then when reality hit you in the face, it's like you almost had to disassociate from that version of you because you just could not believe. You just could not believe that you allowed yourself to look like a clown. That one. That's the one I want you to think of right now. That person. That, not, not the person itself, but the person you were when you saw all of that potential that, 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 that was never even, I don't even know. I don't even know. You completely made it up, right? Tell me something. Why is it that you were able to see so much in that person that wasn't even there? But you know that when you invest in yourself, it will give a 100% return. And yet, you are so hard on yourself when it comes to you doing things. Why is it that you, I don't know, dated somebody who was broke? Broke, like broke as a joke. Literally could not do nothing for you, right? But you saw them as a successful person and you thought, oh, you know, let me just, if they just get their feet off the ground, if, if, if you know, if they just get their life together, things would be perfect. And they, ne they that never happened. We already know that, right? But how is it that you could date somebody broke and see all of this potential, but when it comes to you and your finances, when you fall on hard times for a few months or maybe you struggle to pay like one or two bills, it's like the world is coming to an end. Why did you, why, you know, you know how crazy you looked now with that person, right? Because of how much, how different they were from that potential that you saw. Why is it that you can see all of that potential in them and give them all of that grace but you can't do the same for yourself when you fall on hard times How, you dated somebody broke but when you fall on hard times when when you struggle a little bit even if you know it's temporary because lack is not your fate you know it's temporary but you are so hard on yourself why why, why are you not realizing the potential in yourself that you saw in this man you see what i'm saying now, we all know that, yes, you tend to give people more grace than you give yourself and you tend to be your own worst critic. But my thing with this episode is I am not necessarily allowing you to use that excuse to continue thinking it's okay to give people more grace than you give yourself. My intention with this episode is to say, yes, I understand that we have a predisposition to do this. But it's time that we start showing up for ourselves 
and we change the narrative and we make ourselves the occasion. When are you going to be the occasion? Why must you always show up so much for other people? But then when it comes to you, it's like you, you, you just slack off or you don't do anything or you, you suddenly the biggest failure because you didn't get one thing right. Like, yes, I know, I know we tend to do this, but that is not serving you and it never will serve you. So let's cut the, well, you know, we tend to do this for other people. Let's, let's cut that crap and start putting ourselves first and start understanding that even though we are struggling right now, even though our habits are not where it needs to be right now, even though we are struggling to manage our finances, we are struggling to figure out how to go from a lack mindset to an abundance mindset, we are struggling to change the narrative about ourselves because of trauma, even though we are struggling with these things, the point is we are in the process of it, we are in pursuit of better, and it's time we give ourselves more grace than we give to other people. Yes, we are predisposed to it, but can we start showing up for ourselves in the same way that we show up for other people at a very minimum, right? If not more. My intention with this episode is to say it's about time you start giving yourself as much patience, as many chances, as much grace as you give other people, as you gave that man who had no potential, but you saw all of this potential in him. You know you will have a return on your investment if you invest in yourself. You know from experience that it will pay off. So why are you being so hard on yourself in the process? You need to give yourself some grace. Have patience with yourself. This is new. You reinventing yourself is new. You choosing to adopt a new skill when you've been doing something completely different for the majority of your life is new. It is hard. You need to have patience with yourself. Stop giving other people way more than you give yourself. And the thing is, yes, I understand that we have a predisposition to this, right? But Another thing is, you know how when you, you listen to all the people who talk about manifestation and reinventing yourself and all that, they always talk about how you have to change the story that you tell yourself, right? So basically affirmations, you need to start affirming what you want in your life, right? So my thing is, part of that story that you need to take and add to your affirmations and add to how you think about yourself is the part where you say, I am going to now put myself first, right? Because if I tell you that it is time you stop sacrificing your well-being and your peace of mind and your finances, your time, energy, and effort for people who don't deserve it or if I tell you it is time you start making sure that your cup is full before you pour into others. Or if I tell you that the things you want are important, right? You may not be struggling and somebody might need your help, but you have goals that are at a level of abundance that people in survival mode cannot understand because 
your basic needs are met while theirs aren't. But even if you are not struggling and you want to buy like, I don't know, a luxury car, a luxury purchase, it is okay to think that even if some people are around you are in survival because it is okay to treat yourself. It is okay to reward yourself. You worked hard for the things that you have. You worked hard for where you are in life right now and it is okay to enjoy the abundance. It is okay to treat yourself and you should not necessarily internalize when other people are struggling. If I tell you that and you think, oh, well, isn't that selfish? If you think anything about what the examples I just gave is selfish, it's because you are probably used to putting other people before yourself. And part of the, 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 the affirmations or the narrative, the story you need to adopt is that it is okay to push yourself first. Putting yourself last is not noble. It is not noble. It is not noble to have a little bit and then give so much you have nothing and then the people you help flourish and you die. What did that do for you? I know there are a lot of things that, a lot of um, aspects of our society and life and all of that that tells you that you have to constantly sacrifice and all of these things and put yourself last. I disagree. I disagree. Debate yourself in the mirror. I disagree. I think there is nothing wrong with giving. There is nothing wrong with giving and helping and pouring into others. But I think the toxic part of that that society contrib contributes to is telling you that you, ha you have to give until you have nothing left or you have to sacrifice yourself. That's the thing. There is nothing wrong with giving but I think we need to be a little bit more mindful when sacrifice comes into the conversation, okay? I think we need to take it on a case-by-case -case basis because society, people will try to tell you it's noble to constantly give and to try to pull people up when you start rising, but some of these people are not meant to rise up with you and you will sacrifice and you will throw away everything that God is trying to give you by trying to be some sacrificial lamb, by trying to be a martyr for people who don't really care about you and who just want to use and manipulate you. I think selfishness is okay to a certain degree, right? Where you put yourself first. I don't necessarily think it's something that you do at the expense of others when there is intention to hurt people. But one thing about me is I will be selfish and I literally don't care argue with yourself. I do not care. I will put myself first. I used to be somebody who had no boundaries. Okay. And that life was very ghetto, but now I'm the type of person I, and I was just thinking about this. I'm the type of person now where my boundaries are what they are to the point where I can hear people complaining about things like in their life or just talking about stuff where naturally you would like rush to volunteer and be like, do you need help? Do like, what can I do for you? Blah, 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 blah. And I don't do that. And the thing is, it's not like I never help ever, but my thing is I now have to have to have a meeting with the executive board of my life, which is me, myself and I, and we have to determine whether it's actually feasible for me to give my time, energy, and effort to anybody in any way when people have these different areas of need in their life, 
right? So somebody might say like, oh, this thing is heavy. I don't jump to say, do you need me to carry it? I need to think, and sometimes it's it's something I need to step away and think about. And sometimes it's something that I can do on the spot. But to me, it's like if my arm is broken or I have back pain or something, I'm not jumping to help you because that might injure me. You see what I'm saying? But society will tell you that it's noble to run out there and jump in front of people to try to help when you are not in a position to do so. That is what I disagree with. There's nothing wrong with offering the help if you can and you're willing and able. But me personally, I'm going to think about how that will impact me to help. And if it will impact me in a negative way, then I'm sorry, but I can't help you. But I digress. I'm, I'll, you know what? I'll talk about that next week because that's a whole different topic. But back to what I wanted to say today. If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself. And... To also hold you accountable to your own growth. But I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com slash journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. When you are in the middle of something new, right? When you are struggling to get yourself together, when you are in the middle of reinventing yourself, you're in the middle of working on your life, etc., We tend to be so hard on ourselves, but give other people so much grace. I want you to give yourself as many chances as you gave that man. We both know he did not deserve it. And we both know it will pay off if you are persistent. So let's not keep to the whole, well, you know, it's normal and that's just how life is. We give other people more chances than we give ourselves. No, it's time it's 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 time to start seeing yourself as the main event. It's time to start seeing yourself as the occasion. Okay? Because people look to you to see how they should treat you. You are the blueprint. You create the blueprint for how people get to treat you based on how you treat yourself, right? We all know this by now. I've said it a million times. And I'm sure you've heard it elsewhere. People look to you as an instruction manual on how they should treat you. So if you are constantly neglecting yourself or acting like you are not the occasion, acting like, you know, let me only put effort into myself and my appearance and, 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 and my grooming and my hygiene and all of that when there is a man in my life, when I have to go and meet other people, when I have an event to go to, but when it comes to you, just, you know, like, it's like, that's not good enough. Like, You don't think, some people don't think doing things for themselves is a good enough reason to do anything. It's like, oh, well, it's just for me. Let me, I don't need it. I don't need to do it. I don't, it's not that important. I'll do it when I have something to do or somebody to go see. Okay, people are watching you. 
people are watching you. And my question is, why do you ex why do you keep expecting people to show up for an event that you are not even hype about? Why do you expect people to show up for an event that you are not even promoting, that you're not even sure of, right? You are essentially the event, but you don't think so. So it's like, oh, no, people look at you and they think, oh, well, when it comes to you, it's like, oh, it's nothing. I'm just doing this. It's not a big deal. You act like there's nothing special about you. So people, people follow suits. People follow suits. There are some people who are not going to go out of their way to do for you what you won't even do for yourself. And I'm not saying you, you don't deserve the things that you don't do for yourself, but I'm saying it is very likely that you will get people who give you the same energy that you give yourself. So make sure the energy that you give yourself is something that you will want other people to give to you, right? So when you are in the pursuit of doing things, of reinventing yourself, of investing in yourself, and you hit a quote-unquote snag in the road, right? You start facing all these trials and tribulations. You need to give yourself grace. You need to have patience with yourself. You need to understand that this is new and you don't know what the hell you're doing. And unfortunately, you are now an adult, right? I saw a, a, a thing on Instagram <laughs> that said, we wanted to be adults so bad, but now look at us. Just look at us. And to be honest, it's like, I feel like when I was a child, adulting seemed so so much more serious. And now that I'm an adult, it's like, this is very ghetto, right? We are, we, like, we, nobody knows what they are doing. Nobody knows what they are doing. It's not just you. Nobody knows what they are doing. Sometimes you feel like you know what you're doing and then, you get humbled very quickly and you're back to square one. It happens to every, every single one of us. But why are you giving people who don't even deserve your time and energy more patience than you are giving yourself? You know the work you are putting in yourself will pay off. Give yourself some grace. Life is ghetto. This is new. We don't know what we are doing. Give yourself some grace. You don't know everything and you don't even know what you don't know. So stop being so hard on yourself. Why is it that you are so patient and understanding when you were dating somebody who had no vision, no idea what they wanted to do with their life, probably didn't have a job, right? No, no, no type of direction in their life whatsoever, right? Just vibes, just vibes. And you saw all of this potential about the amazing, successful man he could be if he just do if he just does this, that, and the third. And then when it comes to you having five minutes of quote unquote unproductivity, when you are not productive enough to your liking, you feel like a failure. Really? You watch one movie on Netflix or something because you wanted to be entertained and you feel like your entire vision, your entire life, your entire goals have, was forfeited because of two hours of entertainment. But you saw all this potential in that man. Really? You see what I'm saying? We really need to assess. We really need to assess and take inventory of where we give our patience and our grace.
and you should always be at the top of the hierarchy. You cannot be give you 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 cannot be that lenient towards other people and then act like you are the biggest failure on the planet when things don't go 100% according to your plan. Or or think about when you gave that ugly guy a chance. <laughs> think about when you gave that ugly guy a chance. You remember how delusional you were, right? You remember how delusional you were? Where, where it was like, at first, you were absolutely disgusted, right? It wasn't, it, it, it just wasn't giving what it needed to give. You just couldn't look at him for too long. Did not find this man physically attractive whatsoever. And then you started talking to him. You liked his personality. Y'all vibed well. You know, familiarity breeds content. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what that means, you need to look into it because it's very dangerous to us as women. But anyway, you deluded yourself into thinking you were attracted to this man because of his personality, right? Because of how much you talked to him, because of how much you opened up to him. And you were like, you know what? He has a nice personality. That's my man. Before it was like, mm, I don't know if I want to publicly claim you. But then it was like, you know what? No, he's amazing. He does all of these nice things, blah, blah, blah right? And then all of a sudden, you, you know, like before, it, you, like you wasn't, you wasn't attracted to him at all. And then now all of a sudden you're looking for angles. Now all of a sudden you're telling yourself, you know what? It's just the right angle. You just have to find the right angle. If you look at him at this angle, he's actually not that bad. Deluding yourself, deluding yourself, right? Into liking somebody that you did not find physically attractive whatsoever but then when you have a bad hair day or you don't look your best you don't feel your best you're going to 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 talk to yourself like the worst person in the world you're going to feel like you're ugly you're going to feel like you can't do this you can't show up and yes I know how you look physically does affect your confidence and all of that but look at how look at how you spoke to yourself when you had a bad day, you know, for your looks. Look at how you talked to yourself when you had a bad day, physic physically wise, presentation wise. And look at how much you made allowances trying to find angles on this man who you don't even talk to. You have nothing to show for that relationship. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You gave an ugly man a chance and he embarrassed you. He embarrassed, not, not, not even with what he did, but the fact that you made an allowance to date a man you did not even find physically attractive and he embarrassed you. You have nothing to show for it. Yet you, yourself, you have to deal with yourself every day. Hmm? You, you know when you invest in yourself, it's a 100% return on your investment. And you are saying, oh, I don't know if I should make this investment in this really nice thing. I don't know if it's worth it. Really? Seriously? Seriously? You have one bad hair day and it's like, oh, I just, I just, I'm, I guess I'm just not pretty. I guess I'm just not beautiful. I just, I just. Where was the grace that you gave that man? Where is the grace that you gave that man? You see what I'm saying? 
I have to use these analogies because if I just sit there and motivate you and tell you to have patience in yourself, you will just be like, oh my gosh, yes, this is so good. And then, you know, have like three minutes of motivation after the episode and turn it off. But now I'm, 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 I'm showing you, I'm making the comparison. I'm showing you how many chances you give these men that you have nothing to show for these, these relationships. You have nothing to show for that relationship that you would rather not speak of. But in loving yourself, in dealing with yourself, the person you cannot avoid, right? You can't avoid yourself. It doesn't matter how you feel about yourself, you can't avoid yourself. Every day you wake up as yourself, right? And when you have a bad day, you put yourself down. When you are not productive, you feel like a failure. You feel like you don't deserve the things that you want. You don't deserve your goals. Maybe I'm not good enough to achieve this. Nobody I know did this. Nobody in my family did this. I don't know if I'm worth this. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too big. Maybe I need to scale back. I don't know if I can actually achieve this in a year. All because for a few days... Your hormones were acting up and you did not feel like doing anything and you haven't figured out how to cycle sync and all the stuff people are talking about. So you, you wasn't productive, you were emotional, you, 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 you know, you just, you just had an off week or an off month and all of a sudden you don't deserve the vision that God told you, that God gave to you because you weren't productive but you dated somebody broke. Like, be so for real. Be so for real. Where is the potential that you saw in that man? Where, where is the person that, that version of you that was giving out all of this grace? Where are they when you need it? Where are they when you need it? If you can date somebody that cannot do anything for you at all. I know some people are going to be butthurt about these broke comments <laughs> and these analogies. I don't care. But the point is, you have nothing to show for that relationship. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing but embarrassment that you would rather not speak of. But why did you show up for that person more than you show up for yourself when you need it? Why, did, why, why is grace on sale? Why is your grace on sale and heavily discounted for people who embarrass you, who try you, who play with you, who manipulate you, who use you. But when it comes to you having off days, off months, some people go through traumatic experiences and they beat themselves up because they quote unquote fell off. Child, give yourself some grace. Where is the patience? Where is the patience? And yes, I get it. Science predisposed to care about other people. We're our own worst critic, blah, blah, blah. What is that doing for you, though? What is that doing for you? How is it serving you to use that, and that as an excuse and say, no, everybody does that because we're naturally predisposed. I understand that. But still, where is the grace for yourself? Where is the grace for yourself? Because you can continue to give it out. I'm not saying don't give it out to other people. You can continue to be optimistic and hopeful 
and see potential in people and all of this stuff and blah, blah, blah. You, you know what? You, you, you can continue to do that. All I'm saying is don't be stingy when you need that same level of patience for yourself. Because being mean to yourself, having negative self-talk, beating yourself up, telling yourself you don't deserve the things you want is not serving you. It is not serving you. It is not doing anything for it is not doing anything for you. You deserve the same level of patience and grace that you give to everybody else. None of us know what we are doing. I'm telling you, there are some people in my life who look at me and think I have my life together. If you ask me, one day at a time. <laughs> one day at a time. To be honest, there are times where I am doing very well, like in all, more or less all aspects of my life, right? There are times where my productivity is amazing. There are times where my life is balanced, you know, so I have ample social interactions. I am learning, I'm feeding my mind, I am resting, I am traveling. There are times where you know, things are going relatively, excuse me, relatively well. And then there are times where I don't even know what happened, but I might not even recognize myself. <laughs> there are times where I literally like, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I feel like life just came like a thief in the night and all of a sudden, my whole, my, everything is like upside down. My habits are thrown off. My routines are thrown off. I don't know what happened. Like, I don't like, the, I, I, I used to be so good. I'm not used to be, let me not say it like that. But I would say like two weeks ago or so, I, I was very good with my meal prepping, my juicing, you know, eating three times a day and all of that, working out. I don't know what happened. I think it's the fact that I, I, I didn't really know what I wanted to eat and I got tired of eating the same thing. And I've been eating Lay's. <laughs> mind your business, okay? Mind your business. I have been just snacking and just buying food, eating out. But the meal prep, she has left the building I'm going to try to, you know, sort through that this week. But like that's what I'm trying to tell you. There are times where everything is going well and according to plan. There are times when I don't know what the hell just happened, but I don't recognize what I'm seeing, right? There are times where I, when I get thrown off, and I'm pretty sure that happens to everybody. But we deserve some grace, right? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm pretty sure you don't know what you're doing either. Who knows what the hell they're doing? I think people just tend to look at other people's life from the outside in with the little information and insights that they have and they make a conclusion and put you on a pedestal and all of this nonsense and it creates a pressure to try to fit that mold that people have of you. And it's just unrealistic because everything is cyclical. Everything has its ups and downs, right? My phone screensaver is a quote that I found on Pinterest that says, nothing 
in nature blooms all year. Be patient with yourself. And that had to serve as a reminder because there will be times when you are on, there will be times when you are off, right? Everything is seasonal. And when things are good, enjoy it, great. But when things are not so great, you deserve the patience and the grace and the forgiveness and the compassion that you so freely give to everybody else. You deserve that too. And most importantly, you deserve it from you. You deserve it from you. It is great to have that village. It is great to have a good inner circle that can help you. That is always great, right? Not having to go through these things alone. But the most important person it can come from is you. The most important person it can come from is you because you can be getting that, but then beating yourself up and telling yourself you don't deserve the things that you want because you're not able to be disciplined in this moment because of such and such. And that will throw off everything. You won't even want to work on your goals, want to work on the things that you want to accomplish because you inherently feel like you don't deserve it because of the story you keep telling yourself. Tell yourself what you were telling that man when he was playing games with you. Give yourself that amount of grace and patience and understanding because we know that there is a 100% return on your investment on the other side of giving yourself the compassion that you deserve. Because all of these failed relationships later, the only thing constant here today is yourself. You cannot be giving people the best of you and then eating whatever crumbs is left when you need it. That's not how things should work. Yeah, 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 science, predisposition, blah, blah, blah. It is time to change that. It is time to give yourself as much patience and as much grace as you give other people because if there is anybody that deserves it, it's you, okay? Nothing in nature blooms all year. Give yourself some grace. Like we tend to beat ourselves up over the littlest things too. It's not just big things. It's little things too. We tend to beat ourselves up over the littlest things. I remember there was something kind of embarrassing that I did. I don't remember what it was. I think I think I I thought no, I don't I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what it was. But I, I, I said something that I thought sounded stupid and I thought about it for weeks. <laughs> I thought about it for weeks. Not like continuously, it would just cross my mind. And every time it came up I felt stupid. I was like, they probably think I'm an idiot. Why would I say that? They probably, you know, they probably look down on me, blah, blah, blah. We tend to do that a lot, right? For little things, in situations like that, where you say something and you think people are dwelling on it because you're dwelling on it and you think you look stupid and people probably think the worst of you. Yet when that man was lying to you, you repainted the picture. You told yourself a completely different story to suit the narrative that you had of him in your mind. You see what I'm saying? So why can't it be? Why can't you be that delusional and think that 
people are either not even thinking about what you said or they probably just assumed it was a slight misunderstanding, but she's actually very intelligent. That probably wasn't her best moment. Where is the delusion when you need it? Why do you give it out for other people? If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. You let people lie to you and you see what you want to see. You repaint the picture. People show you their true colors and you create a whole different color wheel, a whole different kaleidoscope. You create a completely different picture of what it is that they are showing you. But when you make one tiny mistake, you live with it and you think people think you're the worst. If everybody had your level of delusion, you would have nothing to worry about because they would simply think that you are an amazing person with a lot of potential, just like you saw in that man. You see what I'm saying? You know from experience, from you doing it, that people do have the, the ability to be that delusional. So why not think that they are that delusional? And why not be so delusional and think that everybody thinks you're an amazing person? I mean, we see it all the time on TikTok when I, I think it was the lucky girl syndrome and all of that. Like all of these things require a certain level of delusion for you to just feel like you are the occasion. You are the event. Like the reason this event is happening is so you can walk in and everybody can be in awe of you, right? People are doting on you. People love to see you. People love when I walk into the room. Everybody thinks I'm amazing. You could be that delusional, right, in a way that serves you. You could be delusional with your, with your affirmations to think that you are just the main character and everybody else is background noise. But you choose to give that delusion to your dating life and date on potential and see all of these things in men that are not there. And when you need some delusion for yourself to positively affirm yourself, you don't have it and you beat yourself up. You are not allocating your delusion properly. You need it for you, not for men. You see what I'm saying? You could use that to further yourself, to further your life. You could use that time, effort, and energy into thinking that you are just the main character and nobody else exists. Everybody else exists to make your dreams come true. You could have that level of delusion in yourself, but instead you choose to apply it to a man who looks nothing like what you see him as. And then you have nothing to show for it in the end. You see what I'm saying? 
Some people, I say that because some people find it very hard to conceptualize when people talk about this whole delusional thing in terms of affirming yourself, right? Because when you just start saying it, especially if your self-esteem, your self-concept is not what it should be, ideally, right? It might be hard or even comical for you to start saying things like that about yourself because you don't currently believe it. But that's the point of an affirmation to keep saying it until you believe it, right? Just like you did for that man. So that's my point. If you, for, for the people who find it so hard to conceptualize this level of delusion when it applies to yourself, I'm trying to show you that you already have a, a very good understanding of this level of delusion when it comes to the men you date. You see what I'm saying? You are just not using your delusion properly. You believe in delusion because you use it when you date, when you date on potential, right? When you see all of these red flags and you turn them green, right? When you pray to God for a sign and you get the sign and you act blind and deaf, right? You, you, know, you know what I'm talking about. You, 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 you see the patterns? You see the patterns? We've all been there. I'm speaking from experience, okay? We've all been there. You know very well how to practice delusion. I'm saying it's time you use that delusion for yourself. Because when you use it for these men, for other people who do not deserve you, it does not serve you. You have nothing to show for it. It is time to appropriately allocate it towards yourself and your goals. Give yourself as much grace, as much patience, Hype yourself and your potential up as much as you hyped up that man's, the one you don't even want to talk about to this day, the smear on your name, your, your, your introduction to the circus as lead clown, right? That one, you know exactly the level of delusional, the level of delusion I'm talking about. I'm saying you need to apply it to yourself, Okay. You deserve the type of person that's going to look at your flaws and your red flags and see everything that you could be. You deserve that and you need to do that for yourself because that's exactly what you do for men who don't deserve it. That's exactly what you've been doing. Where is that grace for yourself? We both know it will pay off when you put it towards yourself. But instead, you are hard on yourself. Instead, every minor inconvenience, you take it as a sign that you don't deserve the things you want. Be so for real. Like, be so for real. That is not serving you. That is not doing anything for you. Take your power back from these people who don't deserve it and put it towards yourself. Because... Like we established in the beginning of this episode, we both know it is going to pay off, okay? You can't be discounting your, 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 your grace and your patience and your compassion when it comes to other people. Just, just giving it out to people who don't deserve it. For people who are not even going to be in the next season of your life. But when it comes to yourself, you're the biggest failure. That negative self-talk is not serving you. It is not doing anything for you 
take your delusion away from men, from friends who who are fake, from people who manipulate you, from people who don't care about you, and apply it towards yourself. And start practicing some positive affirmations that align with the type of life that you are working towards, okay? That is my intention with this episode. It's not to drag you, okay? I'm sorry I had to bring up that memory (laughs) that you would rather forget. But I had to put it this way because I want to show you that you know exactly what I'm talking about. You're just giving it to the wrong people and you have nothing to show for it. It is time you give it to yourself, okay? Nothing blooms all year. Nothing in nature blooms all year. Be patient with yourself, okay? None of us know what we are doing. Sometimes you know, sometimes you don't know. If you currently don't know, one step at a time, okay? Bring the delusion. Give yourself the delusion. Let your delusion enter the chat and serve you where it has served people who you would rather not talk about, okay? That is all I have to say in this episode, and I will talk to you next week. Next week, I will probably talk about the, the little tangent that I went off in in the middle of the episode about the boundaries and the selfishness and all of that, because I know some people are not going to take it the right way, but my life has been great ever since I started doing it, so... That might just be what I talk about. But yeah, anyway, if you like this episode, make sure you screenshot it and share it on Instagram and tag me or DM me or whatever and share it with somebody else. Share it with your delusional friends. Share this episode with your delusional friends. The ones who the, the ones who are constantly painting red flags green. The ones who are cu- currently dating on potential and you know they will have nothing to show for it. Just don't even tell them nothing. Just share it to them and be like, hey, I found this really nice podcast episode. Highly recommend you listen to it. They'll get the point. They will get the point. But share, share, share it with somebody you know who needs to hear it. If that's you, um, well, I said what I had to say. So, yeah, give yourself the patience and the grace that you so freely give to others because you deserve it. Okay, that was the intention behind this episode. And if you are currently struggling with motivation and all of that and you need another episode just like this to um, make you get up, I would recommend listening to episode, I think, 57 and 60. Mm Mm-hmm, yep. Same tone, but... Focus towards helping you get over um, your excuses and you being too comfortable. Highly recommend. I love these episodes. I can't listen to them all the time. I don't necessarily listen to myself, but some episodes, like my episodes drag me too. I just want you to know, like sometimes when I'm making clips and stuff like that, or I'll see a clip of my podcast, sometimes it drags me too, okay? Because I started this podcast dragging myself and then... A bunch of other people can apparently relate, but yeah, so, mm-hmm, yeah, so I, I, I understand, I understand, but anyway, that's all I have to say, make sure you subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a written review if you like this episode, if you like this podcast, and share it with whoever needs to hear it, and I will talk to you next Sunday. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.